This is the professional way that people <laughs> test their microphones. <laughs> We just launched it's working. Our, we just launched our um, uh, voiceover career here. <laughs> Always auditioning. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Never stop. It's just in my blood. Like I just always have to be performing. I mean, I was, I was, I was born. I was born for the stage and the microphone. And I was born with a mic in my hand. That's <laughs> also a rap song, but I don't know who is interesting it's a good one i believe it's a classic rap song i was born with a mic in my hand hmm can someone help us thank you call in please (laughs) my goodness my goodness this rap session is off to a great start it really really is you know normally i would bust into some kind of rap song Mm -hmm. mostly a tribe called quest but i just don't have any you're right not now. feeling it. I am you can't not. force rap. Isn't it strange how like a super white girl just like can't rap? It's crazy. That's how weird. Insane. And it's I don't weird. believe in it. <laughs> um, you know, we just had a really wild night last night. Um, it was Tuesday. Me, Tuesday. The, oh, I mean, um, <laughs> don't kink shame me. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> it was Tuesday. The cat's 13th birthday. Happy birthday, Tuesday. You're a man now. He's a real man. He had his bat mitzvah. Bar or bot? Bar. Bar mitzvah. Because he's a boy. Yeah, he's a boy, we think. But also neither because he's not Jewish. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe he's, he is. He could, be. he could be. I don't know where his ancestry came from. That's true. Yeah. You never know. Mm-hmm. I'll have to run a DNA test on him and find out. Oh, that's a good idea. They do those now. On, on animals, yeah. right? Yeah. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Like they do them to find out like what breed they actually are. Uh-huh. Oh, that's fun. I think it's fun. Oh my God. Would you have to get like a saliva sample from them? Yeah, probably. Oh God. Oh, God. Forget it. Yeah. Well, he bites me enough. I could just swab my hand. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's how they got Ted Bundy too. <laughs> that's right. Wait, no, Ted Bundy? Well, he, they did bite marks. That's right. I was thinking the Golden State Killer. Oh, yeah. That was through Ancestry DNA. Yes. Ancestral <laughs> DNA. Mm-hmm. See, it's good for something. Yeah. Yeah. There's a new podcast about it. There is? Mm-hmm. About called- that specific case? Uh-huh. <gasps> it's called The Man in the Window. <gasps> yeah. Oh, I want to listen. It's pretty good. It's fascinating. Mm-hmm. This is such a fascinating... Oh, so good. It's like interviews with... Um, with victims and survivors and stuff. Oh, geez. And it's uh, from the Los Angeles Times, I think, is doing it. Oh, so. cool. They, they, they're they so good. Mm-hmm. Their podcasts are awesome. Yeah. Oh, so good. Um, oh, oh yeah. Tell me about your night. I'm the sorry. The night. So look at what... So I got home after a crazy, crazy long day. Yeah. And um, I came home and Ithamar had a little package, like a birthday package for Tuesday. Oh. And look, they're catnip <gasps> wine oh bottles. Oh my gosh. They're little catnip wine bottles. It's and they so all cute. They're little felt. Cat vignon instead of sauvignon. Oh my God. A muscat. Oh my God. A cat bernet. 
and then Himalayan, which I don't know what that's supposed to be. Me neither. But these are all excellent vintages. Aren't they beautiful? So I have the funniest pictures of him going apeshit on the wine. I was going to say, does he like catnip? Some cats don't like it. He loves catnip. And he like, we gave him the cat Bernay. Excuse me. And he, uh, he seriously, we did not even stage it. I have a series of photos of him like... You know when they like wrap themselves around a toy and they like yeah. jackrabbit with uh-huh. their back legs. So he's doing that, and then and then it looks like the next photo he's just hugging it close to his <laughs> chest, and then the next photo his paw is out and it's resting on his paw. Oh. It looks like he's drinking actual like from a little bottle of wine. I demand these on our Instagram. Oh, you got it. <laughs> Ask and you shall receive. And I was like thirteen and drunk, just like your mother. Aww. <laughs> Yeah, he he partied hard, and then at three forty-five in the morning, uh-huh. we were awoken by the most ear-piercing fire alarms I've ever heard Oof. in my life. You want to get into those drinks? We well, can. Girl. I was going to drink water like a good girl. Oh, sure, yeah, I'll do that too. Totally, totally. Mm. Look at this mirroring behavior. Mm. That's how I know you love me. I know. I just spit water on the mic. Um, three forty-five. We were told when we moved in here that like the fire alarms were like you know state-of-the-art industrial like you know really great like installed by the fire department or whatever and we also live across the street from the fire department so they were ear piercing like so insanely loud and then the they were flashing lights and so i mean i was in such a deep sleep because we take weed gummies before bed and so i was like out Uh uh-huh and so we like get out of bed. We're like, what is, what is, what is happening? Yeah. And I go out into the hallway cause I, I wasn't sure if it was just our unit, but it turned out it was the whole building cause the whole hallway is like going off. And, um, and so my instinct, I don't know why I think I was just so fucking tired. I'm like, it's the whole building. So it's not just us. So we're fine. And I like go back to the bed <laughs> and then at the most like, should we evacuate? I'm like, Oh Yeah. And then I don't know why, but I like took my phone off of airplane mode and was like, I'm going to Google the phone number for the, for the fire station across the street and call them and tell them. And he's like, he's like, um, where's the cat carrier? I'm like, why? He's like, we just take Tuesday with us. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm terrible. I just wanted to go back to bed and like call the fire department. Get over here. You assholes. Turn this off. Meanwhile, at the first, like getting his shoes and jacket Uh on, he's getting Tuesday in the cat carrier. And I was like, not even thinking that in that way. I'm (laughs) so bad. Literally blows my mind every time where you'll constantly be like, I have all these weird anxieties about terrible things that are going to happen to me. But then when there's an actual emergency, you're like, whatever. It's so weird. Like the time you got Froyo in a hurricane. (laughs) (laughs) And when my lung collapsed and I just drove myself home Uh thinking it was heartburn. I'm like, you know what? I'm embarrassed. (laughs) This is probably really bad heartburn. (laughs) I mean, I'm so, oh, speak of the devil. Somebody came out. Finally. Happy birthday, Tuesday. Are you hungover, buddy? You hung over? Oh, I've God. got some cat burning for you. Hair of the cat. <laughs> um yeah, got plenty of that on mics. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I uh I I'm so paranoid that if there's anyone in my house ever and I'm not there, literally before I leave I go 
And by the way, that's where the cat carrier is, just in case there's an emergency. Oh, <laughs> like, you're so good. No, I'm I'm paranoid. Yeah. That's the only thing that scares me about living in an apartment truly is like, what if one of my dumb fucking neighbors sets the place on fire when I'm not there? That's what I think too. When you live in an apartment building, yeah. you don't know. I got to trust these people. Right? And I don't like that. I put, when we do go away, I put the cat carrier out in case yeah, in yeah. case he has to go to the vet or there, there's some mm-hmm. kind of emergency. But oh my gosh, yeah. It took me so long to fall back asleep. I was so mad. Yeah. I was like, finally, I was going to sleep in and catch up on all my sleeps. Yeah. No. Well, I loaned out one of my cat carriers and it never came back to me. No. Um, and to one of my dumb fucking neighbors, by the way. Stupid. Um, and uh, so I bought another one. So I only have one. So I'm really like, oh, because you have point, two cats. I have two cats. Now. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. And they will not both fit in there slash. Wow. That would be. That would be a terrible. So my plan for an emergency right now is Giuseppe and the carrier. Yep. I think Scarlet I could carry Scarlet. I was yeah. thinking the exact same thing. Giuseppe's insane. He's insane. And Scarlet's pretty chill. She's pretty chill. I mean, she wouldn't be happy, but like. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, as we are psychically linked i could communicate her the severity of the emergency and i think she'd be chill yeah it's almost like tuesday felt that last night because it's really hard to get him in his carrier Mm -hmm. and he started meowing but once we went outside the whole building was outside on the sidewalk and yeah i guess we're the only cat people because everyone had their dogs and he just chilled i think he understood good for him yeah he like yeah that psychic like okay i get this Mm -hmm. we're we're not going to the vet there's an emergency right and the fire department like event like they came mm-hmm. and but they had to do the whole like the garage went up they had to put the lights on like the flashing lights oh, and literally yeah. drove across the street mm-hmm. i was like that was the easiest call they've ever <laughs> received <laughs> that's like the one time i've had an ambulance ride uh, I got taken to the hospital from my doctor's office, which was across the street from the <laughs> hospital. So it was you legitimate. Oh, I mean. Wait, why did you go to the ambulance? That was when it was in high school. And when mm-hmm. I was having like weird migraines and nobody knew what they were. Oh. And then they took like all of my blood and I hadn't eaten in like four oh, days because no. I was so sick to my stomach. Oh, no. And so we were like leaving and my mom stopped to go to the bathroom and I started to black out and I was like knocking on the door and I was like, ma, ma. Oh my God. And then I just like slid down the door and passed out. Jesus. Yeah. And, uh, I remember coming to and like seeing my mom's feet like running away. And then I think that the thing that really freaked them out was that while I was passed out, I was throwing up, oh, which like, God. you're not like that's yeah. not normal. <laughs> and I can't believe you didn't choke on it. Yeah. Oh my God. So, um, yeah, I can't believe I'm going to show you this story. No, this is horrifying. Yeah. So, uh, they took me, they went, so for gorgeous emergency responders I've ever seen in my entire life. Lucky. Show up my 17 year old. I haven't taken a bath in several days. <laughs> I'm in my pajamas. I'm covered in vomit and they come to pick me up and they're like do you remember what happened I was like I think I passed out and they were like yeah and I I looked around and I go did I pass out my own vomit and and they go yeah and I said rock and roll (laughs) (laughs) 
That does sound very rock and roll. I'll never forget. Oh, I was God. I was wearing my French club t-shirt. I don't oh. know why I remember it. Because I think because we had to throw it away because it was so vomity. Ew. Oh, yeah. God. That's insane. It was crazy, too. And then they took me they took me over to the hospital and they ran a bunch of tests and everything. But then the big thing they did is they gave me like a, a sedative, like a intravenous sedative because I couldn't keep anything down. And I, I hadn't slept in forever because oh, I hadn't Jesus. slept and I couldn't eat. And it was just it was really awful. Um, also, I got three pregnancy tests because they were all like, oh, uh, a 17 year old girl is oh, mysteriously ill a lot <laughs> like Aww. yeah nobody believed me and I, kept, I was like it's literally impossible <laughs> I cannot explain <laughs> to you how impossible conception. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then of course every time I was like well maybe <laughs> maybe something awful happened and I don't know <laughs> um <laughs> so, <laughs> Uh, yeah so uh, so then they gave me that and I'm so reactive to drugs I fell asleep for like days my mom kept having to wake me up and like pour broth down my throat oh my god yeah. did they ever find out what ha- what was wrong it, they think it was migraines that were just like expressing themselves very dramatically mm, those bitches yeah wow girl um but i like to blame it on being so stressed out in high school and not realizing what it actually was but oh you know well, this kind of medical knowledge and emergency preparedness situations are one of the many things you'll find on Banshees and Booze, a paranormal podcast with just a shot of liquid courage. <laughs> we promise this is about ghosts. <laughs> it's about ghosts, you yes. guys. It's about um, ghosts and drinking. Drinking. And, and I can't I'm, wait to drink some drink. I'm going to tell you about this drink because we are drink. dropping this episode the two days after Father's Day. Yeah. So we're today talking about haunted dads or ghost dads. I don't know. Something with dads. You know, it's this is the Father's Day episode. You'll take what you can get. That's right. Because last year's Father's Day episode was... About like Abe Lincoln. Well, literally, we had such a hard time. We were like, oh, let's do Father's Day episode. And then it was really fucking hard. It's so hard. So do you remember how hard I tried to talk you out of doing this again? Yes. <laughs> and you wouldn't listen? It's all because I just wanted to have this drink. I know. It's it's not your father's root beer. Yay. It is an alcoholic root beer. It's so fucking delicious. It tastes Ugh. like dessert. I've been wait- I've been wanting to try this so badly. It's so good. They changed the packaging, so hopefully it still tastes the same. But There's um, only one way to find out. Let's drink it to dads to dads <laughs> good oh my god, god it's that's so, so good fucking good oh baby come to mama this tastes like a it literally tastes just like a root beer yeah it totally reminds me of when i was like 10 years old and i drink like ibc root beer all the yes, time yes and it looked like you were actually drinking it from a beer oh bottle and you felt so cool and you didn't know how to drink out of it and you put your whole mouth around yes. the top and it would just like get straight up your nose yes if we weren't sitting on your nice couch i'd recreate that because it will definitely come out of my nose <laughs> let me go stand in the shower and do it okay <laughs> I'll videotape that later. It's so delicious. This is the only reason I wanted to do a Father's Day episode. I'm like, I really want to serve not your father's root beer. Girl. Mm, mm, mm. Oh my I God. I really want to pour it over vanilla bean ice cream. The, mm. A fucking root beer float. A, a grown up root beer, root beer float. float. Hell yes. Hell yes. Drink something worth remembering. Is that what it says? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll remember. Well, if we drink too many, we won't remember shit. So I just finished my rewatch of Mad Men. Oh, nice. So now I'm like, 
obsessed with advertising again. Like, I feel like I see it everywhere, yeah. and, you know, and yeah. like I, I can't turn it off. I can't turn it off. Fascinating. It's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Copywriting. Like, oh mm-hmm. man. Or wait, is that what it's called? No, yeah. not copy. Yeah. Yeah. When you come up with the ad, just, mm-hmm. I always thought I'd be really good at that. They get paid lots of money. They do get paid lots of money. So much money. You know what is honestly like, what? It's funny because you know this, you've auditioned for commercials. Mm -hmm. So, um, but you know, one of the hardest things is that you're working for a client Mm -hmm. and everyone thinks it's easy and I, and it's not, but clients are like, because everyone thinks they can do the creative thing. Yeah. Like you're so beholden to your clients. You can't be like, no, your idea is wrong and stupid. Yeah. And the client is never very, very creative. And you know, just to make things never my fault. I am convinced one of the huge reasons I didn't get cast in commercials, there was this one director that really, really liked me and would bring me in for all sorts of stuff. I would always get a call back, but the call back I would show up to, I never looked like anybody else. So Mm. I could tell that he really liked me and would like fight for me, but like clients were looking for a specific thing and that was not me. And I don't look like a ton of people, you know, I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not really a type per se. Mm -hmm. So, um, it was always, yeah. So then it was very easy for me to be like, stupid fucking clients don't know. They don't, though. Fucking idiots. They don't. I've done background on so many commercials, and I'm like, oh, clients. Yeah. Because they have the say in everything, mm-hmm. and they're kind of the least creative people, I feel. Yeah. So, but you're just like, oh, boy. And there's so much you can and can't do. And yeah. there's some, and it's, so it's crazy. Speaking of how stupid clients are, yeah. if you would like to sponsor this podcast, we'll do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we'll cool. say, we'll read your copy. You're, I'm sure. you're yeah. good at it though. you're so you're good. actually good at yeah, it. yeah yeah like your copy mr client mrs client mm-hmm. is like so good yeah and we will read it we'll we read love it. yours we love it it's yeah. so good yeah and we're great actors we can take bad copy and make it sound amazing yeah i mean that's look, look at all the terrible research i always do oh but God, it sounds like liquid butter liquid <laughs> butter <laughs> i mean delicious <laughs> But also, her words sound like liquid butter. Okay. Copyright. We will. <laughs> we will. Uh, we'll do a couple passes before we do your commercials. That's, that's me writing a packet to try to be to write commercials. <laughs> Have you ever heard the sound of liquid butter? Plunk. <laughs> Pellegrino. Thank you. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> Is that? He's pooping. Oh God, the cat's pooping. The He's cat is a pooping. Um, what was the other housekeeping thing? Oh, oh my God. I Tuesday. Shut up. I um just posted something on Twitter for oh the first time on our honey. Twitter. I, I did it. I did it, Mama. Honey. I did it. I'm so proud of you. It's so funny. Okay. Micah just sent it like legit an hour ago, and um. And neither of us could figure out how to post a video from Facebook onto Instagram because I'm not on Facebook. That's hard. So she sent me this Facebook video. It wouldn't open because I'm not on Facebook. And so she Googled and found the video. And then this is half my life. Yeah. When you click share, it only gives you the option of Facebook and Twitter. So I was like, I don't know how to put this on Instagram. She's like, me neither. And my job is social media. (laughs) She's like, I can't figure it out. But I posted it on Twitter and I want you to see it. It is so funny. All right. So just the the title and you guys, you you can go to Twitter right now. Banshees and booze and watch. But it's, um, it says 
Stop using plastic. Ghosts are getting caught in them. Oh, no. Poor ghosts. Look at this. Oh, my God. Look at that. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a plastic bag. A plastic bag is walking across the street. <laughs> it's caught in the wind, and it's, it looks like, it legit looks like there's a ghost inside of it walking. <laughs> <laughs> But um, if you guys want to see, you'll have to go to Banshee's mm, booze and please mm. like it. Really good promo. Amy. I'm super proud of you. Follow us. I'm proud. I'm as proud of you as a father might be. I don't know how proud my father is of me. <laughs> he doesn't even know that this podcast exists. Well, um, yeah. He texted me earlier this week and said, hey, uh, we haven't spoken since February because that's when our birthdays are. We only speak on holidays and birthdays. Right. And so he's like, hey, a." Uh, it's been a while. Think we can catch up soon? And I just wrote back, yeah, I was planning to call you on Sunday. It's Father's Day. And he wrote, OMG, duh. I totally forgot. I'm like, ew, don't write that. And no, also you did not forget. You're no, the didn't. biggest narcissist in the world. The planet, it's revol- they, they all mm-hmm. revolve around you. So mm-hmm. you did not forget. You full of shit liar. He literally just reminded you to call him on Father's Day. Yeah. That was exact. <sighs> Motherfucker. Mm. <sighs> Girl, drink this beer. Yeah, I'm going to drink this beer yeah, this is and the, think about my drink awesome stepdad. Drink something worth remembering. Uh, drink it faster because yes. things are worth forgetting. <laughs> I got my stepdad, Keith, the best card ever because he's a golfer and he loves the wine. And it all it said, it was like a sketch of a golf cart. And it just said, I hope you're drunk on a golf cart somewhere. Aww, Happy Father's Day. <laughs> that's lovely. And I hope he is drunk on a golf cart somewhere. Damn Aww, it. Because he's great. That's so nice. He's a good papa. Um, yeah, so Father's Day. Yeah, you want to go first? You want me to go first? Um, you go first. Okay. Yes. I'm getting. Hi, Tuesday. Oh, Tuesday Hi. did come out. He says. Oh, I want to give him his wine. Tuesday, look. Oh, wait. He's got something else he's playing with. Is oh, it my well. shoes? No, you. No. We wish mm-hmm. he loves your shoes. Um, oh God, I'm so excited for now this. Now I have to. I gotta unlock my computer. Here we go. Okay, great, great. Father's, Father's Day, Day. banshees and booth. <laughs> um, okay, so my the first line of my research is I'm a big fat cheater. Smiley Ooh, face. What did you do, young okay. lady? Who is the most famous ghost in literature? Okay, so I said that, but now I want you to actually answer me because you're not going to say what I said. Oh, okay, so this is a que- a real question. Yeah, I'm asking you. Who, who like think of think of like a father ghost in literature? In literature, the most famous one. Yeah, the Holy Ghost. So close. Mm-hmm. The Ghost of Christmas Future. That's a really good guess, and the one I assumed you were going to guess, but I didn't Muppet do that. Christmas Carol. Christmas Carol. Yep. Um, okay, so I was close when I said God, Jesus, um, Father, Father, Son, and Holy I'll Ghost. I'll just say it. Okay. Hamlet's father. Oh, damn! Yeah. What was his name? Dad. Hamlet. Oh. <laughs> it was King Hamlet. You, I um, have to be honest. I'm excited about this because I don't remember a shit about Hamlet. Well, I'm so glad I'm starting with some Shakespearean uh, no language here. Rock and roll. Quote the ghost. I am thy father's spirit doomed for a certain term to walk the night and for the day confined to fast and fires till the foul crimes done in my days of nature are burnt and purged away. 
Oh my No big deal. Damn, girl, you good. That was Hamlet's dad shows up dead. And he's like, bitch, I've been murdered Mm. by your mom and your whack-ass uncle. You got to avenge me. And Hamlet's like, but I'm so emo and I don't do anything but sit around and complain. (laughs) The end. Is that the to be or not to be? Um, is that Hamlet? That is Hamlet. And then out, out, damn spot. That was his mom trying to get like the blood off her hands, right? That's Macbeth. Totally. Yep. That's Lady Macbeth in Macbeth. Absolutely. Studied Shakespeare for years in college. Don't um, remember How about it. Ophelia is in Hamlet. That's his girlfriend that he gaslights oh. into killing herself. Damn. Yeah. Drama. Yep. Uh, if you've never seen it before, do yourself a favor and Google... Um, Hold on, I'll think of what it's actually called. But it's like Gay Best Friend. Mm -hmm. And um, it was this series of short videos that this guy did. He was from Second City. Oh, we know him, Brian. Yeah, Brian. Mm -hmm. It's Brian. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. And his first, I think it was the first one, was If Ophelia Had a Gay Best Friend. Oh my gosh. That's Uh, amazing. Yeah, it was so funny. He's like, something's rotten in the state of Denmark. And it is his piss poor attitude. So good. He like talks her out of killing herself and he's like, and by the way, this is the best your hair has ever walked. <laughs> it's so good. That's so funny. He's great. He's yeah. very fun. I never watched those videos. They're hilarious. He was at our wedding. Yeah. Oh, was he? Mm-hmm. I was there. Yeah. He's, I don't remember. He's like insanely tall. You can't miss him. Mm. He's really funny. I did. <laughs> yeah, uh, never mind. You can miss him, I guess. So, so I managed to. I'm like, it's my favorite thing. No, I don't know that guy. Um, so <laughs> That's so LA. It's so perfect. It is. Um, so I did the real life castle that Hamlet is supposedly residing in, in Denmark. Whoa. Yeah. So there's a real castle. It's called uh, Kronborg Castle. And the town, they Englishized the name. They call it Elsinore in in Hamlet. But it's like Helsingborg or something like that because it's Danish. This is exciting. You really. I just really. Really cheated. Nah. You creatively twisted things. Thank you. This is where Hamlet's dad showed the fuck up. Sweet. Um, Okay, a little history about Kronborg Castle. Um, It was built in the 15th century by Frederick II. uh, And uh, it was uh, strategically placed at the mouth of the Baltic Sea, um, along with this fortress. Um, And so it was one of the very few entrances to the Baltic Sea. So every ship that came by had to pay dues. And so they became rich as fuck because it was like a tollway, you know, and they were like, well, if you want to go to the sea, you want to go ship some stuff, you got to pay us some money. So they literally, that is passive income in like the best way. That is genius. Like you want to, you want to go in my little uh, entryway here? Yeah. You got to pay a toll. That's why you got to invest in land, you know? Um, so it made it one of the, uh, Helsignor, that's, that's the real name of it, uh, became one of the richest and most important towns in all of Europe. Um, okay. And so the guy that lived there, Frederick II, um, he was not allowed his first choice in brides. Oh, why not? You know, she it's was all ugly. political. Yeah. The Danish council wanted the king to marry and decided on 14-year-old Sophie. Oh, God. Um, Which in today's age is like 39. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, Despite the 23-year difference between him and his bride, the marriage was reportedly an amicable union. 
Um, he took the uh, castle and turned it from like basically like a fort stronghold into like a beautiful Renaissance palace. Aww. And so Sophie loved dancing and he built this huge uh, ballroom for her. Oh my gosh. It was like Barbie dream house. It kind of was. Yeah. It seemed like it was pretty nice between the two of them. That's kind of cool. One likes to hope that he was like a gentleman until she was able to, you know, consent and whatnot. Right. Um, yes. The, all the men back then waited for ladies consent. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, this castle has, motherfucking 400 ghosts oh my god um, so we're gonna yes. talk we're gonna talk about some of them i bet it's so beautiful yeah it's really pretty there's good there's good pictures oh, um cool. and then like the inside although so uh in the like late 17th century yeah Mm. late 17th century there was like a huge fire and like almost everything was destroyed or really really severely damaged oh, no. so they rebuilt it and everything but it's not exactly like how it had been gotcha. before so now it's more 18th century yeah, and exactly. that's still pretty that's fucking old lovely yeah that's lovely um okay so here's one of the ghosts aptly named woman without a tongue ew <laughs> <laughs> Do you really get to see a ghost that closely that you can ob- observe the fact that they have no tongue? Well, get on board. <laughs> Perhaps the most reported. Oh, I got all of this from a really cute blog called Sophie's World. And it's this woman who travels all over the place, sometimes alone and sometimes with her two daughters. I Aww, thought that was really lovely. It's very cool. Okay. Um, perhaps the most reported and certainly the most chilling is the ghost of a woman with no tongue. She's been seen wandering around the grounds, pointing to her badly wounded face. She's also been seen looking out from a window within the castle, and it's not clear who the spirit might be or what may have happened to her. So that was from Sophie. But then I kept reading mm. other places. And so there's a, a story that there was like a secret room in like the castle where one of the many owners you know how it is it goes through people yeah had like a like a secret like sex room oh maybe? hey oh oh god like mm-hmm. 17th century secret sex dungeons i mean it's probably Ouch. i mean it's it was probably just like looking at ankles or whatever <laughs> but but the point is nobody was supposed to see it or know about it and <laughs> Just oil paintings of ankles. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh man. Oh god. Oh, look at that tiny little ankle bone. Oh, has a bone. <laughs> you can see the shadow. I see the hairs <laughs> on her legs. <laughs> <laughs> and for women, what would a woman's like sixteenth century sex room look like for um, them? Paintings well, of men not existing. Yeah. <laughs> Paintings of men leaving them the fuck alone. <laughs> right? Yes. They're for them. Their room was just like, I can just take off this fucking corset. Oh, my God. Made out There's, of whale bones. Oh, my God. They're just like know? nomming on like turkey legs. Yes. They are putting on those like juicy couture sweatpants. Oh, like, <laughs> in like three sizes too big and mm-hmm. just farting. Yes. They just, I imagine they just fart. Uh-huh. They let it all fucking out. They're yes. like they're like needle pointing, just like sassy phrases and stuff. <laughs> they're like enough of this like unicorn bullshit. 
<laughs> just swears. Yes. Oh my God. Burps and farts and drinking I love and it. swearing. I love it. This is this is the life that our foremothers fought for that we're taking advantage of. We and are, I'm proud of I us. I am legit wearing sweats right now drinking beer. I'm I've, not farting yet. I've burped so much already. I'm going to definitely burp burping. I'm a little drunk. This thing's got shit I am in it, too. Right? <laughs> Okay, thank you. I was a little embarrassed, but I think I'm, I'm a, a little, little drunk. <laughs> I've had less than half of it. I Damn. have only had half. And Damn, not I your father's root beer. Am this is tipsy. Not your like, not, not amateur's <laughs> fucking root beer. What is the alcohol content in this? I ate. I texted you saying this the yeah. morning to make sure I ate, but I am How like. Much? It's all- Did I eat? Oh no! It's only five point nine percent. Why are we drunk? I don't know. Oh my! Maybe God. there's a gas leak. Maybe that's why all the alarms are going off. <laughs> I was like, "Sorry, ladies, you're actually not drunk. <laughs> you do have carbon monoxide yeah. poisoning." <laughs> Fine with that. As long as the podcast is good, that's it's all I gonna care about. sound good. Um. So anyway, mm-hmm. sex room. Mm. So, so one of the theories is that this servant girl stumbled into it and then went to go tell people and they cut her tongue out <gasps> to keep her quiet. So, oh my knows. God. Um, so second ghost, young servant boy. So the ghost of a young servant boy has been seen sitting on the stone seat by the door of the queen's room. It's Queen Sophie. I don't mm. know. There's a lot of queens mm. uh, on several occasions. He's seen as a full-bodied apparition, but has never been heard or seen anywhere else in the castle. So he's just like hanging out outside that door. So nobody knows. Whoa. Creepy. Okay. And then this last one I'm going to talk about. Um, we know who he is. Uh, the ghost of Earl Beardy. Um, one of the most infamous ghosts of the castle is that of Alexander Lindsay, who was the fourth Earl of Crawford, also known as Earl Beardy. Earl Beardy? if he had a beard. Earl Beardy. That um, is funny. He was supposedly a cruel and twisted man who drank heavily. Oh, awful. Oh, my God. I love this story. I, I <laughs> forgot. I did both of my researches this morning, so I didn't remember what it was. <laughs> okay. Let's look at that. Um... Cruel and twisted man, drank heavily. Mm. I'm into it. Into it, my type. Um, his presence has been seen, heard, and felt all around the castle. Reports of children waking in the middle of the night only to see a dark figure standing over their beds have been noted. Creepy. Ew. Um, many believe he's in a secret room in the castle. Hello. The secret sex room? Are you ready? Yes. Gambling with the devil for all eternity. Legend goes, he was visiting the castle one Sunday night, and upon returning to his room, he was shouting in a drunken rage for someone to come and play cards with him. (laughs) Nobody wanted to take him up on this offer on a Sabbath. So he... I love that that's their excuse. They're like, oh gosh, I'd love to. I'm so Thing is, yeah. I would love to play with you, you drunk, screaming, child leering asshole, but it's the Sabbath. He's like, it's two, it's a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, but the thing but, is, it's that other Sabbath. Oh, so, so Sabbathy around here. Hit me up next time, though, for real. So finally, he raged. He'd play with the devil himself. Shortly after, there was a knock at the door. It was a tall gentleman in a long, dark coat, and he asked if Earl Beardy still needed someone to play cards with him. The Earl agreed to play the man, and they retired to a room in the castle, slammed the door shut, and proceeded to play cards into the night. There was lots of swearing and shouting coming from the room. That's how I play cards. (laughs) 
which could be heard throughout the castle. One of the servants apparently looked through the keyhole out of curiosity to see what the commotion was about, only to be blinded in one eye by a bright beam of light shining through. Whoa. The Earl heard the servant outside the door and rounded on him for spying. When he headed back to the room, the man who was believed to be the devil had gone, along with the Earl's soul. No! He's said to still be playing cards, apparently in a secret room in the castle. His shouts have been reported throughout the castle, too this day earl beardy was not a good gambler and that is the story of cronenberg castle from hamlet that the plays the thing that i always forget shakespeare was a real person and Uh like like things are based in like actual sometimes because he did the histories you know yeah girl that was fascinating thank you i think i still remember hamlet's speech to the players too that was the thing we what was that? Is that Speak where he's like a speech? I pray you tripping oh. thee on the tongue, tripping thee on the tongue. Mm-hmm. That was I didn't know that was Shakespeare. That was just a, like a vocal warm up we had to do for the yeah. tripping thee on the tongue, tripping thee on the tongue. Mm-hmm. Tri- that's why that's Hamlet telling the actors how to be good actors. Oh damn! Because they're staging a play to guilt his mother and uncle into admitting that they murdered his father, rather than him just confronting them or taking them to Jerry Springfield Springer like we would do. <laughs> Springfield. Jerry Spring- um maybe i don't know hamlet at all i might have lied i maybe didn't study shakespeare as much as i thought i did we'll watch it sometimes yeah we'll watch it what was the one that ethan hawk did um kenneth branagh right isn't the kenneth branagh version okay ethan hawk did something well i'm sure he was in it oh there's more was it macbeth i think he did macbeth not hamlet i don't know who knows anyway who knows um that is exciting and i'm so sorry i actually did not put my research up while we were talking and i should have well i Um, get to drink while you're doing that you do i gotta admit i pretty much cheated too um because as we discovered a year ago it's really hard to find freaking ghost dad stories and i think it's because usually women are the ones who revisit their families because they're super maternal and shit. You know why I think it is? Why? Because when you Google, like, Ghost Dad, first of all, that terrible movie comes out. With up. Bill Cosby? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yep>. Second of <laughs> all, um, it's, like, all these, like, emo boys being, like, how many times am I going to say emo on this podcast today? Mm, twice so far. Okay, great. Um, it's all these emo boys being, like, the ghost of my father who left me. That's what I found so much of, mm-hmm. is, like, the ghost of my father. And then it was not about a ghost. It or was like, just about, like, a disappearing dad. Haunted by my father's Yes. Past. Haunted by my father's spirit. Yeah. And it's like, but, no, no, but he's still met- alive. Metaphorically. <laughs> exactly. And I want the juice on the real haunting. <laughs> That's what I went, why I went to, oops. I didn't write it down. You know that website we like, myghoststory.com. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it's called, right? Yeah, Let's I think see. so. It's called, I have a whole category uh, thing in my witch and spirit stuff in my bookmarks. Um, <laughs> uh, whatever. Yeah, it's called myghoststory.com. And okay, so I, so I just pulled a few stories. Um, let's see. I'll choose two of the shortest ones because I have to pee. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> already I, I forgot to pee before we started i yeah. always pee before we start i, I had such a full bladder um okay mm, here we go this is from hannah e and it's just called grandfather's day about two years ago the day before father's day i picked up a picture of my grandfather who i have not met before and i said to the picture i wish i could have met you 
That night I was sleeping next to my grandmother. I woke up around three o'clock in the morning to get a glass of water. When I turned off the sink, I heard footsteps walking into my grandmother's room. When I ran into the room, I saw a figure, a white fog right next to my grandmother. I choked back a scream, and when the figure turned to me, I saw uh, that it was my grandfather smiling at me. He looked so peaceful and happy. I blinked back tears as I watched him. He walked around the bed and stood a few feet from me. Then he disappeared with a smile and a wink. In the morning, nobody believed me, except for my brother, who had witnessed him as well. What? My brother had said that he had seen my grandfather, too. I was very surprised that my brother, out of everyone, had seen him. My parents thought we were going crazy. Though my grandmother told me later on that she believed me and that she had a, quote, dream of him talking to her that night. It was a very scary night, but I believe I will see him again. I, uh, I hope so. Though I have never met my grandfather, I will always love him. Aww. Aww. That's a heartwarming one. It is, right? Grandfathers. We can't forget them on Father's Day. Mm-hmm. This one is called Punchy. Oh, did I name that? I might have named that. Um, and it's by a girl, a user named Lost Girl. Oh, boy. All right. Oh, we emo. emo. So emu. Um, <laughs> so she writes, this account happened to my dad, but with his permission, I'm able to share it. Well, thank God she got permission. Yeah, right. Because the internet would have shut that shit down. Absolutely. So many copyright violations. I would not have listened. <laughs> Uh, excuse me, young lady. Can I please have your parents' phone number? <laughs> Don't think you have permission for this. Oh, man. She said. She's going to internet jail. <laughs> you just lost in cyberspace forever. <laughs> uh, she says, it terrified me to say the least. She says, just over a year ago, my dad went on a trip to Scotland. I can't remember. I can't remember the name of the place he visited, but it was a beautiful. Scotland. Yeah, it was called Scotland. <laughs> it was a beautiful manor beside a lock. Mm. Ness monster. No. No, just a lock. What does that mean? Lake. Oh, great. Thank you. Thank it, you. It's Lake Ness is where that monster lives. That's why it's called the Loch Ness Monster. What? Mm-hmm. You're blowing my mind right now. That's I thought they job. just named it Loch Ness because they were like, oh, he yeah. looks like a Loch Ness to uh, me. He's living in the lock. Oh, it sounds like Lake, but with an accent. Uh-huh. Girl, you just... I'm so excited. I just read a lot you. of you I just, did, you're just you're just a little Hermione. I read a lot of Outlander. So. Uh, I read a lot of nothing. Um okay, so he had a room to himself and everything was normal until the second night of his stay. He went to bed. Hours later he awoke to stra- a strange clicking noise. For a while he lay there listening to it, like a double click. Until <laughs> scaring me, scaring me. <laughs> Until it it annoyed him enough that he switched on switched on the lights and got out of bed. My dad checked everything: the doors to the hallway and the ensuite, the windows, the wardrobe doors. Then he noticed that the clicking stopped. He couldn't find anything that recreated the noise. For a minute longer, he stood in the middle of the room, waiting to see if the noise returned. It didn't. It's worth noting at this point that my uh, dad was now wide awake, having searched searched his room for the culprit. Um, but he didn't feel anything supernatural defeated. He returned to bed. He hadn't yet switched the lights off, um, which were right beside his bed rolling over onto his side. He thought he'd go back to sleep. As soon as he rolled over, he felt someone behind him. He told me that it was an immediate feeling. As soon as he turned his back, 
all of his hair stood on end and he felt prickles all over his back like static electricity. He said that he just knew there was something standing behind him. Before he could react, he felt the bed tip down beneath someone's weight. I've heard this a lot with people who woke up feeling a presence Mm -hmm. and that, you know, like if someone sits on the edge of your bed, the foot of your bed, how the mattress stinks a little, Mm -hmm. it feels like that's a pretty common experience when ghosts visit you in your bed, in your sleep. Um, or so he felt, he feels the mattress, uh, like tipping down beneath someone's weight and an arm wrapped around him. Spooning ghost. Spooner. We we have a spooner code red. Um, (laughs) At this point, I think I would have died of fright. My dad, however, punched the arm of whatever was cuddling him and told it to get off. (laughs) He said that whatever it was immediately left him. He turned over, shocked beyond anything, but didn't see or feel anything afterwards. And it was as if uh, whatever had touched him had instantly vanished. After the experience, he'd considered going down to reception and checking out. But as the night went on, he calmed down and had a word with himself. He said... how. How could a fully grown adult man run downstairs in his underwear and leave the hotel because of a ghost? Come on, guy. Men. Yeah. Check your ego it's at reception. Okay. It's all right to be afraid. Yes. Ah, uh, you should be. So he stayed there for the duration of his trip and nothing else remotely supernatural happened to him. I love like that you are kind of supposed to yell at a spirit and tell mm-hmm. it to get out. What he did, I like that he punched an invisible, a completely <laughs> invisible force. <laughs> Um, all right. There's one more. Okay. I might skim it though. Cause it's a little, a little bit longer. Um, so this one is called my father's visit after death by Chocolata. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, it all started on June 20th, 2004 on my daughter's fourth birthday. Happy birthday. It's almost June 20th. Happy birthday. Girl. I was just thinking that you caught me mid drink. I know. <laughs> I was just thinking that. I'm like, happy birthday. I just did the math and like, she'd be turning 19 this year. God damn it. Right? 2004 was that long ago? It was that long ago. So she was born in 2000? Yeah, she's 19. Oof. Woof. We old bitch. Fuck. So anyway. Oh, this this got dark fast. Okay, Okay. here we go. Uh, The day before, my husband had mentioned to me that my father was stupid and selfish for not thinking of his kids when he committed suicide three years prior. There's a lot to unpack there that Uh, I'm not going to go into. I mean, and this is the first freaking sentence (laughs) of... Also, what? No. Okay, yeah, we won't go into it. Um, Before my father committed suicide... He was trying to repent for all the bad things he had done in his life. He had murdered people and harmed many others, including my mother. My sister always told us that my father would walk down the street at night saying, they're after me. Please help. Don't let them take me. See, my father had been a devil worshiper. That is what his family had taught him as a child. Well, back to what happened that night. What? Yeah, let's just gloss (laughs) over that. So let's recap here. Dad was raised to worship the devil, was always walking around paranoid that someone was after him and going to take him. And he was a murderer. Oh, yes. He murdered people, harmed many, including this woman's mother, and then took his life. And then her husband is saying he was really, really selfish. So that's a lot to unpack for Father's Day. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Happy happy Father's Day. Here we go. (laughs) 
So here now we're on the birthday, the birthday night. I had gone to my mother's house to celebrate my daughter's birthday. 30 minutes after my husband, 30 minutes later, Mm -hmm. my husband called saying, "Um, what time are you coming home? Since he had stayed home that, that night. um, Now who's fucking selfish? Go to the birthday party of your child, you motherfucker. Right? Oh my God, you're right. Oof. Wow. See, the thing is... Patterns. Patterns. Thank you. You totally in one word summed up what I was going to elaborate on way too long. (laughs) But yes, exactly. (laughs) Right? Um, Girl, break the cycle. You Mm -hmm. don't have to have abusive men in your life. Um, Yes. So he stays home and then he calls her within 30 minutes. Like, what time are you coming home? And then he calls 20 minutes later asking the same question. And so she says, I just told him to be patient. And I hung up. Uh, To my surprise, when I got home three hours later, I found him lying on the couch in the fetal position. All of the windows and the blinds were open. The TV was on full blast. All of the lights were on. I was surprised to find him in that state since he isn't the type to scare easily. He claimed that he heard a light bulb explode in the bathroom. And when he checked on it, the light bulb was fine. So he thought it was just in his mind. When he sat back down to continue watching TV, he heard the noise again, but only this time it was worse and in all the rooms in the apartment. Whoa. So simultaneously, he hears the sound of a light bulb busting in every room. Oh my God. He quickly went to check out and to his surprise, everything was normal. Nothing had busted. When he was going back to the living room, he felt a very cold breeze pass through him. And they live in Southern California, and it was the summer. So she was ain't like, no that's, breeze. yeah, ain't no cool breeze, that's for sure. He turned around um, trying to run, and an eight-pound frame that had a picture of my father <gasps> in it was that was sitting in the middle of a table fell to the floor with the Bible that was in front of it. Nothing, what? Nothing else moved, just the frame and the Bible. Lots of devil stuff going on here. Yeah. Uh, and both of our things. Uh-huh. Uh, to me, that was unbelievable. Reason being, the frame was surrounded by other objects. That same night when we went to bed, we started hearing dragging noises on the roof of the apartment. Our neighbors heard it too. So my husband got the nerves to go outside and check to see who was up there. And there was nobody on the roof. The noises continued for two months and every day that passed by i became more depressed and suicidal until one day my husband told my mother what was going on and she suggested that my husband apologize for what he had said fuck yeah right yeah man finally when he did the same night as i was sleeping i felt someone standing in front of me i was so terrified to open my eyes that i tried to feel for my husband with my eyes shut but i couldn't Um, when I finally got the nerve to open my eyes, I was so surprised to find out it was my father standing there. He said nothing. He just stood there looking at me and smiled. And that was it. He was gone. Since that day, the noises stopped. I have seen and felt him around me at moments, especially when I'm feeling down, but that's it. Wow. Okay. (laughs) That's a pretty good one. I'm actually, I'm glad I read that one. Yeah, thanks, Chocolata. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. She also had a, uh, I skimmed a little, but she had also had some sentences in there that she like sees ghosts wow. pretty easily. But yeah, that's, I love when shit like that happens to non-believers and mm-hmm. real jerks. Cause yeah. then it's just like, oh, who's lying in like a little baby mm-hmm. on the couch right now yeah. with all the lights on, yeah. nerd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. 
pretty good. My goodness. Well, um, I have a haunter hoax, and God it's bless you. Really, God bless you. <laughs> it's actually this is my Father's Day gift from you. This is yeah. This is Happy Father's Day. Thank God my dad doesn't know about this podcast. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait did I even put oh yeah I'm like wait did I even put a hoax part in here <laughs> um uh okay so this has nothing to do with ghosts but my but fathers okay. okay all right haunter hoax which of the following stories about Amy's biological father is not true oh no <laughs> I need a sip of this <laughs> not your father's oh, root shit. beer <gasps> did I finish mine mm. I think I did mm. oh no okay mm. well mm, mm, mm. okay I'm here Ooh, to support and love It's like you. alcoholic candy. Uh-huh. It's like liquid butter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. Ponder okay. hooks. Which of the following stories about Amy's father is not true? One, he let her drink beer at the age of four. Okay. Two, despite her pleas to stop, he tickled her until she shit her Snoopy underwear. <laughs> Again, age four. Okay. We're just going to put the throw that in there. Three... <laughs> <laughs> he asked to borrow her suitcase, then moments later left with it packed, telling her that he's divorcing mom and moving out. Tammy <laughs> <laughs> really is uncomfortable. I just... <laughs> she has an awesome dad. Uh, four, she does. Four, after, after years of asking her if she was, quote, watching her carb intake, <gasps> he blamed her anorexia on her need for attention. Oh, <laughs> Right. She's so on a cracker. <laughs> Christ on a non carbohydrate cracker. She... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god. Tammy is pretty much trying to lie down in the fetal position on the couch right now. She is pressing herself so hard into the cushions. Okay. Five. Oh god, there's more. This is the last one. He read, sang, and snuggled with her before bed each night and told her he loves her. So which is false? Let her drink beer at age four. Tickled her until she shit her Snoopy panties. Asked to borrow her suitcase and then left with it. <laughs> uh, told her to watch her carbs and then said you're anorexic because you want attention. Or he read and sang and snuggled and said I love you. Before I knew there was a fifth one, I was praying to every deity that would listen that the suitcase one was not true. <laughs> No, it's true. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with <laughs> I can't I don't wanna be right. I'm gonna have to go with it doesn't matter because Keith is awesome and he loves you so much. I got I did. I struck <sighs> gold with my stepdaddy. Also, my dad loves you too. I love your dad Isn't he sweet? so yeah. much. He loves you a lot. I really love him so much. I've got good, and my father-in-law is amazing too. Oh, yeah. yeah. I have really good father figures mm -hmm. in my life. Mm -hmm. So it's okay that my biological dad's a piece of shit. Uh, I'm going to go with F. Your dad's a piece of shit. <laughs> and I have to call him. And you have to call him. Oh, I guess him. this is dropping after Father's Day, but oh, bleh. <laughs> he doesn't even know I moved. Oh, my God. <laughs> I sent him a card and just circled the return address. I'm like, please note. <laughs> But never visit. Please never visit. You know, if you want to send money or something, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Um, all right. So are you guessing that the the, yeah, the false one is that he read and sung, sung and snuggled and said, I love you? I think I'm forced to guess that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because you're correct. correct. Yeah. Because okay. look, yes. I love and support you, but also I really need to be right. So <laughs> yes. 
Yeah, no, he never read or sang or snuggled okay. before ever. He says, I love you, but you know, they're yeah. just words. Yeah. Um, I love that I made you. <laughs> is what he means. He's like, I love that I have children that I can brag to people about, even though I don't know you very mm-hmm. well at all. But yeah, he, he was a big, is a big beer drinker. And, and I drank one of his beers one day when I was four mm-hmm. and he thought it was the greatest thing in the world and like bragged about it. So wow. issues. And then, yeah, he tickled me. I remember I was four years old cause I remember the apartment we were living in and I was like, please stop. I have to poo. I have to poo. And he thought that was me just like trying to get out of it. And tickling is so torturous. I fucking hate tickling. And I pooped. And I was wearing red and white Snoopy underwear. I'll never forget it. I'm scarred for life. Yeah. And when when he... What's red and white and has poop all over? (laughs) Snoopy. (laughs) The Snoop double D... Wait, no. Snoop D double... No, shit. I can't rub. I can't... Oh, no, you want... D-O double G. Yeah. Oh, man. Snoop Doggy. Anyway. um, Yeah, yeah. No, when he he moved out, he... um, I had just come back from a trip to New York with Micah. Hi, shout out, girl, uh, who sent us that ghost video on Twitter. And uh, and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, can you um, can you uh, unpack? And I was like, but I'm telling Jesse about my trip because I went for New Year's Eve. I thought uh-huh. it was the coolest thing in the world. And uh, he's like, yeah, yeah, just unpack and then and then tell her about it. And I was like, whatever, Dad. So like, I, and my mom was waitressing at the time, so she was at work. And I unpacked, and he like came in the room and took the suitcase away. And then I swear to you, within 30 minutes, he comes back with the suitcase in hand, and he's like, "Girls, I'm leaving." And that was it. Uh, he left. Oh my god! My sister and I were alone. My mom worked um, all night, and Daniel was already in college. So. Uh. Yeah, guys, hug your daddies tight if you have a good one. And if they're in heaven and they were very good, then give them a little angel kiss because y'all. And if your daddies suck, it's not your fucking fault. It's not your fault. And also if your daddies suck, you can make good choices and find really wonderful relationships. Mm -hmm. My first try out of the gate, not so good. I I was with a very, very bad, not good for me person. Um, But I learned and now I'm with the best. It's so good. Yeah. yeah, and then he was always asking me um, if I was watching my carbs because I got a little puffy because I was bulimic, <laughs> by the way. When you're bulimic, you don't lose weight, everyone, so don't try it. You get so fucking puffy because you don't get it all out of your system. And that's when he started criticizing me because I gained weight. And then when I was anorexic, he's like, I just want to say this is all for attention because you want to be an actress. <laughs> Yeah, Enrix is all about your looks, dude. Uh, sure, whatever you want to believe to make yourself feel better. But guys, so I have permission, right, to like, like, to like, say that he was a kind of a shitty person. Well, I hope so. <laughs> I should hope that you have that permission. What if doesn't kill you, makes you stronger. Um, also, Karen Kilgariff says, if they didn't want you to talk shit about him, they wouldn't have done shitty things. Yes. So God bless her. This yep. is so true. That is so true. Yep. Yeah. You know, he's one of those guys though that thinks he did everything perfectly. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't get why you girls can be so mean to me sometimes. I'm a good guy. Anyone who has to say I'm a good guy is not a good guy. <laughs> Aren't you glad, like, even though you have like self criticism and stuff like that at least you're aware mm-hmm. can you imagine because like you can work on like being kinder to yourself but you can't work on like 
being more aware of the fact that you're a piece of shit. Right. I mean, maybe you can. This but- is so true. This is why I'm such like, if I didn't, well, I mean, I had to go into all the therapy when I was sick, but like all, I worked so much on my relationship with my dad. Then he was not a part of it though. Mm-hmm. It was all like me reprogramming oh, how I deal yeah. with him. So now that's all you can control. It's way better. Cause I could, I had to let go of the fact that I could change him because he won't. Mm-hmm. And I had to like go on this crazy 12 step esque journey of like, like letting go and just like, you know, c- making amends and like just coming to peace with the fact that he is who he is and I don't have to be who he is. And I don't, you know, so like, the relationship now I think is much better only because I changed how I react to him and That's how all I, you can do. Yeah. And he'll never know. He'll never know. And, and he it doesn't, doesn't matter. Need to. Nope. Doesn't matter. They don't, you can't be like, dad, by the way, I just want you to know I forgave you. And because mm-hmm. that's going to start a whole shit fire of like, hey, forgive me for what? I'm perfect. Exactly. <laughs> you know? So it's just about coming it's to peace you. inside. Yeah. Take care of you. Yes, exactly. Thank you for that. And, um, I know, unfortunately, so many dear friends who have lost their daddies, like, you know, very young or recently and who listen to the podcast and, you know, I, I, my heart goes out to all those good, good daddies that mm-hmm. have gone too soon because that sucks. That really sucks. Yeah. Yeah. But shout out to your daddy. Cause he's awesome. He's pretty fucking great. He's so fucking great. I just like, I love him so much. Me too. I get to see him pretty soon. So Yay. Be nice. Aww. Uh, well, if you've got daddy issues by which I mean, your daddy has issues. That's right. And if you have issues with not your daddy's root not beer, not your daddy's root beer, <laughs> and by that issue I mean I need more of it. <laughs> uh, there's not enough. Um, then write to us. Yes, you can go through our website um, www.banshee'sandbooze.com, or you can email us at. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That was finally, beautiful. Finally. Um, yes, don't do that email address. It's out of service. Mm-hmm. Um, email us at upghostandpersonal at gmail.com. And you should follow us over on Instagram if you want to see pictures of Tuesday getting drunk as fuck. Oh, crook. That is uh, Banshees and Booze. And check out our Twitter account where I just shared the video Micah sent. It's so funny at Banshees and mm. Booze. And a rate, review, and subscribe. Yes. We thank you. And hey, Amy. Yes, Tammy. If you see a ghost, shit your Snoopy panties. Yes. <laughs> yes, please do. Um, hey, Tammy. Yeah. If you see a ghost, bet your soul to the devil and get drunk on root beer girl done and done okay easy. happy fathers happy day. father's day fathers goodbye